0: We switch from sales saying which accounts to go after to marketing, owning that process. And I'll walk you through some of the technology that we use to really create a model to bring forward the right accounts. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Monday, so in this episode, you'll be hearing one of our favorite and most actionable talks from past conferences. Here we go.
1: The next person I want to introduce as well is Lucas U- U- Yoke. Did I get that right? Oh, I almost had it right, my friend. All right, but this one, you know the type of person that he is, the daredevil type of individual because he jumps off a 134-meter Bungee jump, free falling, eight and a half seconds. Do me a favor, please. Put your hands together for Todd and Lucas from Terminus.
0: Well, welcome everybody.
1: Woo! Good morning.
0: Yeah, that better. Good Look morning. at that victory. woo yeah. we go. Good morning. Get me fired up, Lucas. Sorry. He gets me fired up every day. This guy's our DJ every morning <laughs> in the office. So I love it. Love it. First of all, again, thank you guys for joining us this week. We are we're super thrilled to engage with, with everyone in this room. You know, we're going we're gonna to jam through, you know, our one team story. You know, everyone talks about ABM and it's, there, there's challenges to it. And, you know, for me, I see it as not challenges, it is just absolute opportunities for your organizations to get aligned and evolve and, and really be more customer-centric in, in everything that you do. Today, we're going to walk you through our ABM transformation. So I started with a company um, almost two years ago. You know, and the first thing that I asked executives is, is like, so walk me through our ABM program. And I was, I was frankly a bit embarrassed, you know, as being a, you know, ABM company, Sanger wrote the book. We weren't doing it. And a lot of other companies experienced that, you know, the last one's to really leverage your strategy or your, your technology. But, you know, I told the organization that we have to do this. We have to go through this journey. Or we're not going to be authentic to all of our customers and future customers on what challenges they're going to be faced with and really how to do this right. So we'll take you through, you know, some of the things like you'll, you'll see here, this is our crew. We talk <laughs> about one team. We live it and we breathe it every single day. Sales and marketing are attached to the hip. We have one revenue goal and that's what we march towards. And that's what we analyze on, on a weekly basis. You know, here's some of the things that, that, you know, that I heard when I joined the organization, which I think a lot of us, you know, see this now. It's how do we figure out how to identify these target accounts? Like everyone's working on that, right? Like we need to to convert better. Revenue needs to be predictable, right? Like every sales leader's job right now is to create a predictable, you know, model. So these were some of the things that we were set out, you know, to, to, to tackle. In order to drive, you know, efficient growth, we needed it again to do ABM better than anyone else out in the marketplace, right? We were running a high volume model. So we had SDRs that had upwards of 500 accounts. Uh-oh, too many. Yep. Uh-oh. I mean, and these guys were blasting these accounts. I mean, blasting them. So, so much so that there was a couple notes out on Twitter, like, I thought you guys were doing ABM. That didn't make me feel good at all, right? You know, so I blame this guy. Like, yeah. are you doing this, Lucas? No, but we had to make this transition from high volume to high impact right and and you think about an SDR team that has 500 accounts how are they going to spend time researching and really creating personalized messages with 500 accounts so we needed to reduce that that number down so that we could actually execute in a very personalized way so we set out on this journey and there were some bumps a, a, along the way you know we really had to go through an exercise internally of getting the entire organization bought in to what we were doing here so it started with our CEO And some of you guys that might've been at the event, you know, last night, I basically put my job on the line. He was freaking out. He's like, man, we we're growing like crazy, you know, revenues coming in at a a good clip. And I'm telling him like, we have to, we have to change this. It's not scalable. It will not last. Um, so he's like, what about this hybrid model of doing high volume and doing ABM? And I I said, listen, man, like we're an ABM company. If we don't do this, like we're failing our our customers, we're failing the market. So much so, I said, "If this doesn't work, Eric, you can fire me." And he's smiling. I don't know if he's smiling because he was thinking about firing me. <laughs> but that's how passionate I was about it. I mean, I joined Terminus because I believe so much in an account-based marketing that I want to be part of the movement, part of the organization, part of the organization to help all you guys accomplish your goals around ABM, SDR leadership. I mean, this guy, like you know, as much as he, you know, nodded his head because I think he reports to me. Yeah. Had to get him, you know, bought in. Yep. But to get, you know, to get Lucas and his team bought in. They had a comp model that was based on volume, not quality, right? And so we worked with CFO. We changed the comp model for these teams. We set lower goals, but it was all about bringing the right accounts forward for for our sales team. AE leadership team, that was an easy one. These guys were wasting a ton of time on these bad demos that your team was setting they really were. They had like, you know, four out of 10, you know, meetings that they ran, they were running with people that just weren't ready. Not that they weren't a good fit customer, they just weren't ready. And so that was wasted time. And so when we freed up time, less meetings, they were able to focus more time and energy on preparing for those meetings um, and executing at a, at a high level. So I talked about support for finance because we had to change, you know, some comp models, you know, for the organization. Then it was about building a, a financial model. And so and ABM financial model is, is setting some benchmarks of where you, you know, where you were before you engaged in this. Everything from conversions right to, to you know, how fast deals are moving through your you know, pipeline, sales cycles, all those things. So we set a baseline for everything so that we could measure against it. And I made some predictions around certain areas because if you reduce the quotas for SDRs, you think logically the outcome is going to be less revenue. So I made some bold predictions to say, well, if we bring more quality in, people that are ready, we're going to increase our conversions and we'll have a better output. So we went through that exercise. And then, every, like you're going to hear a lot about this is a lot of the marketers go, you know, went to the sales team and said, you let me know which accounts you want to go after. What happens there is your reps say, I want to go after the sexiest brands in the market, right? Like, and so our first attempt at it, it was like you know, the, the Fortune 500 basically list in B2B that they wanted to go after. While a lot of those were good fits, a lot of them, frankly, you know, weren't. So we work with marketing to really work on a model for us to identify the right target accounts. So... We got going, that's our curmudgeon CEO up in the right, Eric, saying this might work after I convinced him around some of these key components. What I'll walk through real quick is what we changed really fast, right? So what I talked about before, we switched from sales saying which accounts to go after to marketing owning that process. And I'll walk you through some of the technology that we use to really create a model to bring forward the right accounts for us to go after. We only worked those, those, those accounts. So you know where these guys had 500 accounts, they were reduced to less than 200 and they came from the model that we built. And so they, the nice thing about that is our SDRs eliminated 40% of their week, which they were out trying to prospect accounts. Imagine giving your SDR team 40% of their week back just to focus on hyper-personalized, great outreaches. That drove a lot of you know, increase in the quality of those outreaches. Um, I talked about reducing the number of accounts and, and, really focusing on like this highly personalized cadence, which Luke is going to walk you through a couple of examples, you know, of that. So it wasn't just email, 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 you know, it was a, a very, you know, well-coordinated approach and, and hyper-personalized. The last thing is we tell a lot of people this, we were, to, you know, we were talking, you know, earlier, we have a team of, you know, outbound account-based SDRs, and then we have one inbound rep right? And so, you know, that's a shift for a lot of organizations. Yeah. And our inbound rep, if any of our SDRs own those target accounts, just routes to them, to the, the individual that owns that account, you know? And so the inbound model for us, we still get a lot of inbound, but we route them to the right owner of those accounts. And then the inbound rep filters through the rest. So around the model building, you know, our marketing team got to work. They did their magic, right? They, they researched technology and they basically brought in what we believe is a secret formula to identifying accounts and prioritizing accounts. And so I think some of you guys have heard from us and, and other organizations around fit, intent, and engagement. But for a company like ours, and, and, and for, there's different companies out there. Some of you already only have like 20 accounts that you're selling into. So you might not have to you know, embrace this model. But for us, you know, every B2B company in North America was an opportunity for us, right? So you had like upwards of you know, 18,000 businesses that we could do business with. How do you narrow that down for a team of 20 SDRs you know, to prioritize? So we worked with EverString. We built models off of our best fit customers and our best future opportunities that we were working with. So we created some scoring models within EverString. That reduced those, the 20,000-ish accounts down to, to roughly 6,000. Still 6,000 is a lot to distribute out to an SDR team. So how do you whittle that down? even further a lot of you guys are leveraging intent and it was a powerful piece for us because we took the 6000 of the 6000 how many are in market for abm right or for terminus or for one of our you know competitors right once we got the intent data back then we started running you know ads and engagement campaigns to drive that level of engagement and so his team would work the accounts that showed intent right? But they might not have been shown intent for Terminus, just account-based marketing. So we ran ads through our platform and LinkedIn and then received engagement signals back. Are they, are they engaging in our content? And like, those are the money opportunities totally. for, for his team to really go after. So that really whittled it down to a workable number of accounts. And it's a dynamic model, right? New accounts are popping up, showing intent of those accounts that we're marketing to, they're showing engagement. And so there's this ongoing model where his team's updated, and I'll show you some of the reports that they're leveraging. So we were armed with a nice model. We were aligned with marketing, and, like, here we go. And I'll show you quickly a little bit of the technology, right? So, like, from a prioritization perspective, like, that was our fit intent model up to the, up to the right. You're leveraging Terminus, EverString, and Bombora, right? Then we were leveraging EverString and LinkedIn to get the contacts for our team, We're using the heck out of video. If you're not using video, um, Vidyard's a a great tool and partner of ours. But like some reps are good on the phone. Some, you know, reps are good sending emails, but some just love the camera. Um, You saw in, in, you know, Sangram's (laughs) keynote, Morgan cranks out over 3,000, you know, videos had the highest conversion rates, you know, on that team. But video's not for all of them yet, you know. So on through, right, leveraging our, our solution, but, you know, back up to like engagement and You know, leveraging a tool for us like like Sales Loft, where we could create hyper-personalized cadences at scale for his team to really execute, you know, still at at a high level from an activity perspective. So with that, like, that's all that we did to, like, tee up his team. To be more successful. So I'll turn it over to Lucas. He can walk you through some of the reports that they use and walk you through some of the metrics that they were able to really see pretty early on the impact of the program.
1: Totally. So I think for us, the big thing was we knew what we were doing was not sustainable. So we knew we had to go to this model. We had SDRs working hundreds of accounts, 600, 700 accounts, and it was just not efficient. It It wasn't good for our business. We had terrible win rates because of that. So then what we figured out is we have to dwindle that account list. But how do we do this in a manner where like, the SDRs can quickly come in and decipher what are their best fit accounts? So that's what you're seeing here. So this is a real report that our SDRs are looking at. This is based off of the secret formula, fit, intent, and engagement. And the beauty this is also pulling in is our visitor ID data. So not only do you know these, these, these future customers are great fit based on our most successful customers, you also see that they have intent, You can tailor your outreach based on that intent topic, and you can see if they've been on our website within the last 30 days. So this is super, super beneficial for the SDRs. It takes a lot of the guesswork out, and then they can personalize a lot of their outreach based on these signals. This is an aggregate on a team level, SDR by SDR. You can also see in the second to last column on the right, the web visits in the last 30 days. How many times has that account been on the website? Um, That flows nicely with the data that we would equip them with. So my whole goal in this was saying, guys, follow me. I'm going to give you engagement and data that you've never had before so you can jump into these accounts before a form fill happens and get into the sales cycle quicker for these, with these accounts. So this surge data is pulled right within our Salesforce instance. So this page is, is really, really pivotal because you can see the, the most visited high-value pages. So an SDR can see within one of their target accounts that has intent what pages on our website have they been looking at? The intent from Bambora is excellent, but it tells you keywords that they're looking for online across the web. What about on our specific site? Are they on our platform page? Have they been looking at our case studies? Why don't you send them an Uber Flipstream stream that correlates with that activity? So our big thing was, listen, we're in a market that's moving quickly. There's 30 other vendors. So our big thing was, listen... We're in a market that's moving quickly. There's 30 other vendors that are all claiming to do the same thing. There's a lot of confusion that's been spoken about this morning. Like, how do we make this simple for marketers? How do we articulate what we do in an efficient manner and base it off of what they're already looking at, right? So that's what this surge data is. You can see the surge percentage. That's how much are they surging on our website relative to themselves. So not comparing this account versus XYZ account. But in the last 30 days, how much have they been on our website, right? Right. Is this an account that's already starting to raise their hand and you can jump in there and send them a really personalized video or an Uberflip stream and get that account to convert? So the the key to all of this is it all lived right within Salesforce for the SCR. So they would come in and see all of this on an individual level. We would have our marketing ops team, which is pivotal, and I can't emphasize enough how excellent our marketing ops team is. They would equip them with this data and push all of this data into Salesforce. So SDRs now had a full database where they could go in and fluidly move in and out accounts. They, we didn't want them working over 200 accounts, but they could go and find an account. Hey, this account just bubbled up last week on our website, and they're a fit score of 99. Like, let's see if we can get a conversion here on this account. So a, a lot of this data has been super helpful for the team, especially knowing what these future customers are already interested in and tailoring your outreach based off of that. Then from there, we've automated this, similar to what I was saying. So, Now within Salesforce, there's a Terminus plugin where you can go in and see the accounts that are surging on your site, who's been interacting with our ads, and makes it super, super easy. What I wanted was a model where this was shooting fish in a barrel for our SDRs, right? This outreach increased our open rates on emails more than double, right? We were averaging 15 to 20% on our open rates. Going with this model and making sure we were super personalized and super tailored based off of the signals that our future customers were telling us, Was massive, right? Our view rates went up over forty percent, and it just made SDRs be able to breathe. We talked about the comp model getting shifted. We took care of our SDRs the first two models and gave them their full variable because we said, "Follow us, and we know this is going to work. We don't want you just throwing shit up against the wall and seeing what sticks." These are our best fit accounts. Let's take a moment. Let's not just try to you know go you know speed through this, and let's really focus on like how can we ensure that they have a great customer experience. How can we educate them along their buyer's journey and really tailor our outreach based on all of these signals and data that they never had, right? So our SDRs were super grateful. They didn't feel like they had to rush and rush and rush. They had time to research these accounts. They had time to you know, showcase their business acumen and really start being more methodical and strategic in these accounts and mapping their actions based off of all of this data. Well, and what was
0: amazing for me to see from an analytical perspective is how many meetings we were setting with one outreach, right? Like, you know, you, you see, like, you've got stats out there, seven, eight touches, you know, to, to, to get there. But, like, the number of meetings that we set with one outreach based on this data was, was unbelievable, right? Totally. I mean, like, his team was just getting ecstatic. Monday morning, they get this list, they're jamming on it, they set five meetings before 9 o'clock.
1: I loved it. And the, the beauty is, even the people we didn't set meetings with, their feedback was excellent. Like, hey, thank you so much for this personalized outreach. I love that you took the time to actually learn about me and not batch and blast me. We're not interested because X, Y, and Z reason, but we'd love to connect in six months. Like, those are accounts that we haven't torched, that we haven't lost, that we're going to be able to get back in there in two quarters and and start already at a better baseline, right? So not only were we converting super quick, our view rates went up crazy amounts, our reply rates on our emails, we started co-working accounts with the account executives. So the SDRs would take the lower level contacts in these target accounts. The account executives would take the higher level contacts. And we would meet in the middle with an op much quicker. There was buy-in from the AES because the AES were hand-picking these target accounts as well. So there was it was efficient. It had the team really gelling and, and collaborating a lot more, and it had SDRs being able to breathe and, and, and showcase that. Hey, like I'm not a, a, just a glorified meeting maker. I'm not just going in blindly into these accounts. Like I really understand what these accounts are looking for and what they're curious about. And that was that was awesome. So. For me, watching this, it was like Todd and I both kind of stuck our neck out on the line. We knew this was going to work. And then seeing the team buy into this and then seeing the results, which we'll get to a little bit later, was awesome. So I'll go quick because I know I'm I'm on the clock here. So this is from Marketo. So this is obviously we are giving them a lot of unknown intel on the accounts. This is obviously on the known cookie, cookie contacts within Marketo. So really helping them understand what's happening in the account. Now what you guys want to know about, what the heck are we doing with these accounts? right? So what's the play we're running? Our tier ones is our most personalized. So these are accounts that have fit, intent, and engagement. This is everything. This is direct mail through PFL, which is excellent. Take some time to check them out. This is Uber Flip streams. This is Vidyard videos. This is co-working with the account executives. This is a direct mail, an executive direct mail campaign from our executive team. This is like the holy grail. This is everything. And then our tier twos, you can see vertically based. We did a lot of terminus ads. I mean, it, it just is it's every play is personalized. It's just to what extent. And then what you can see here is another example of how we were alerting the SDRs and how they were prompting their action on enterprise tiered accounts. The one-to-one ads that we were running on these accounts, webinars, LinkedIn sponsored content—really a multi-channel approach. And real quick, the last thing there—you
0: know—we we talk about different areas in which to use account base. The beauty is, it didn't stop once we created that opportunity. Once it, we created an opportunity. Then we ran a different set of, you know, campaigns to those opportunities. We gave air coverage. We had executive outreach. We sent, you know, Sangram's books and, and other material, you know, out to them. So think about where they are, you know, totally. in the stages. And then, like, look, this is, I mean, this is what everyone wants to see. Is this working, right? Very quickly, we were able to drive these sort of increases in our, in our metrics. So win rate went up 125%. Woo! I mean, I want, want that to happen. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Demo interest up eight percent Not rehearsed. Average deal size up 35%. In a, a reduction in your sales cycle. One more. All right, great. So that's what you want to see. But over here again, like we're working the right fit accounts. The AEs were happy. SDRs were happy. Marketing sales were absolutely aligned, right? And, and we are on like phase three of this journey, and we're still seeing increases in these conversion rates, right? And so we said it's a journey. We're continuing to to optimize. So lessons learned in this, marketers, be brave, lead this initiative, hook up with sales, right? Like, we should be working together. I don't see why we shouldn't. Account base is all about that. Buck stops with the CEO. You've got to get executive buy-in because they're going to be driving the KPIs. The KPIs for account base are, are different. You know, again, get aligned around the right accounts, the right metrics, and ultimately, Marketers arm your salespeople with the insights for them to take action on totally. quickly. So we're still on this journey. We hope to be on this journey with all you guys. It's been inspiring for me. It's been exciting for our entire organization. Everybody from you know finance to marketing to sales, all the way to you know our, our crew building the product. They all buy in. This is working. ABM's having a meaningful impact on our business. So that's our story. Thank you guys very much. Thank you